soon I discovered that this rock thing was true. Jerry Lee Lewis was the devil. Jesus was an architect previous to his career as a prophet. All of a sudden, I found myself in love with the world, so there was only one thing that I could do, was ding-a-ding-dang, my dang-a-long-ling-long. Give me that Darcy, Good evening and welcome to the Dr. Zeus film podcast. I had recorded an episode earlier, but it went to shit, like all things usually do. So there's no Thursday episode, it's just us late night. I have the blue light on. I'm recording. I thought we would go to an intimate setting. I don't want to put you all to sleep. If I do, kick me. I'm just kidding. The Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. I talk about film. I talk about television, music. I was going to play some ministry, but I don't want to get in trouble. I really don't. The news right now makes me just want to turn it off. So we're going to get into some factoids about ministry and that album that some of you think is their best. They have a whole catalog. It always makes me laugh when people are like, oh, this, this is their... People fight and they're like, this is their best. Are you Rolling Stone? No, they're irrelevant. <laughs> Uh, ministry had, well, they started off in 1981, so 40 years ago. Happy anniversary. So did Metallica. They started off as a synth pop outfit. And then in 1988, they put out In the Land of Rape and Honey, released in October of 1988. It was a departure from their early stuff, and, and quarter, it was more heavy metal and industrial, Al Jorgensen's distorted vocals, and his natural cadence. It had so many hits, it had so many moments, and then in 1989, they put out one of my favorites, which is The Mind is a Terrible Thing to Taste, released in October, uh, November of 1989. This dealt with political corruption, cultural violence, environmental degradation, nuclear war, drug addiction, and insanity. With the songs like Thieves and So What and Burning Inside, yeah. It's, it is a fan favorite, and fortunately it's not Al's favorite because of what he was going through at the time, and I can understand that. And then we come to 1992. Psalm 69, the way to succeed and the way to suck eggs. Those must be some good eggs. Released in July of 1992, July 14th to be exact, 29 years ago. What got me about this album was...
the songs. You have NWO, you have Just One Fix, TV2, Hero, Jesus, Built My Hot Rod, featuring Gibby Haynes, Scarecrow, Psalm 69, Corrosion, Grace. Yeah. It was their highest charting album at that moment. Mr. Al Jorgensen, whom we all refer to as Uncle Al. Very illustrious, long career. He had father figures. And one of his father figures just happened to be in the video for Just One Fix, and that's Mr. William Burroughs. William S. Burroughs, bitches. And I have a clip of them playing together. Father figures like Tim Leary or William Burroughs, there's going to be bumps in the road. Bring on Schwarzenegger. <laughs> Bring on Eastwood. Let's go. I'm ready. Yeah. A little bit high. Leary, of all people, considered so much of a godfather of turn on, tune in, drive out drug culture. Just what are we going to do about Al? This was Leary talking. He has so much potential. He's such an interesting guy, and he's just killing himself. I feel more akin to, as a father, as a son, to Timothy Leary than I do my own father. I learned more from him in three, four years than I did in 15 from my real father. As far as what happened on the road, I mean, I think, uh, I don't think they were your typical meet and greet backstage kind of band. And Jeff, I think, is going to say, hey, Al, we're your record company. And Al's walking by with, with I believe, with Timothy Leary in a wheelchair, if I remember correctly. And, uh, and Al looks up and says, former record company, <laughs> which is, you know, about as confrontational thing as he could. And then walked off, which is about as confrontational thing as he could possibly have done. So that's a clip from the movie, the documentary, Fix, the ministry movie. I wanted to turn over to an interview that Al Jorgensen did in 1992. You are watching 120 Minutes with Dave Kendall. Okay? Bye. The Giants are up next on MTV's 120 Minutes. We'll be talking to these guys.
MTV's 120 Minutes. We've got the Red Hot Chili Peppers yet to come. Right now, I'm with Al Jorgensen of Ministry, my old friend Al Jorgensen of Ministry. Al, this is your first live shows in, what, a couple of years now, right? Two years. Two years. So you got some tricks. Two years, two years. You got some tricks along with you, a spectacular light show we hear rumors of? Not spectacular, it's just colors and psychedelic type things, you know. It'll be good, you'll like it, come. And you'll be performing songs, presumably, off your new album, which is actually titled Story 69 or Chapter 69? Something, as long as it's 69. 69 will do. Oral sex, good. It's good for you. What language is it, actually, the, the way it's printed on the album? Arabic. It's ancient Arabic. Happened to stumble upon a book who you should read. It's called Book of Lies, Aleister Crowley. You'll love it. And Psalm 69, the album, is this a new musical direction for you? You kind of honed ministry down to you and Paul Barker, right? Yeah, it's, well, it's just a continuation of the old, only um, it came out really good. Usually you get done with the record, there's two, three things, four things you're maybe not happy with, but this one's okay. Buy it. Now. And what's the material you're going to be performing live? It'll be from the new album and, and stretching how far back in the ministry back catalog? Only till, only till Rape and Honey. But uh, this is probably the last time we do anything off Rape and Honey. We try and keep upgrading, upgrading, upgrading. So next year, the oldest stuff that we'll play, or whenever we play next, will be the Mind album, and then et cetera, et cetera. We keep throwing the old stuff out. And most of the show will be off the new, the new record. from the Butthole Surface show up at all on this tour? We'll have some friends show up. We always do, yeah. yeah. It's, that's the way it always goes, it's spontaneous. You try and plan it and it becomes naff. When they show up and they fall out and stumble on stage, that's when it becomes fun. So hopefully Gibby will come out and stumble on stage and uh, do what he did during the video, which was wonderful. He upchucked on himself about five times. So. Speaking of the video, let's take a look at it right now. This is the first video of the new ministry album. Good segue. This is Ministry with Jesus Built My Hot Rod. Good luck on the tour. And we can't play it. That is from 120 Minutes in the summer of 1992. The year of grunge. But Al wasn't really about grunge. He loved them. You know, he loved them. He said something interesting about Tool, and you know I'm a big Tool fan, and in fact Maynard James Keenan is in the ministry documentary, so is what, uh, Timothy Leary, you know, every everyone, oh here it is, I love this. Ministries Al Jorgensen, I Drug Tool, made them psychedelic band. Mm. Is there anything more fun than story time with Uncle Al? This time, the ministry mastermind takes fans back to Lollapalooza in 1992 when he accidentally dosed Tool with LSD and apparently turned them into a psychedelic band. Tool's Anima awakening one of the most significant events in modern music. The band had already become an underground phenomenon with Opiate by the time they performed at Lollapalooza in 1992, but Tool were far from alternative metal's spiritual mecca. Al Jorgensen takes the credit for pushing Tool in the direction. Accidentally. I used to live with Timothy Leary and he'd give me these bottles of liquid LSD to bring on tour. Jorgensen told Revolver. I'd put two drops in my bottle of whiskey and I'd bring on stage. I'd drink about half the bottle during a show. 
So we were on Lollapalooza 92. I think it was San Francisco. And when we were came off stage, there were these two guys who were like, great show, dude. So I gave them a bottle of Bushmills. But I forgot that I had put LSD in it. So they drank it. They were tripping balls for like two or three days. Al continues, they didn't know what was going on. And they were freaking out. They were ready to call suicide hotlines. It turned out to be Paul and Maynard from Tool. But he actually thanked me for that moment because he said it really got Tool going into a psychedelic band. Pretty cosmic, right? According to Jorgensen's memoir, Ministry, The Gospel, Lost Gospels, Tour, Tool returned the favor by dosing Al. Oh, the computer t- the tablet. Now we have to restart it. <laughs> it's the technical difficulties, I'm telling you. With these tablets, they really need to come out with wireless charging. They're not going to. They're not going to. And I uh, will go off topic and say I refuse to get that Apple Magna safe attachable battery because it doesn't charge it all the way. So I went and got the Mophie one. It's like, fuck it. I like Apple, but I'm not. Uh, no, 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 poopy. Ah, 29 years of Psalm 69, Story 69. So next year is the big 30th anniversary. Are you going to tour with that, Al? Tours are coming back. Although, in what capacity? I mean, Garth Brooks is doing fine. Eh, He's got friends in low places. (laughs) But here at the Dr. Seuss Film Podcast, I'd like to think I have friends in the walls in the different parts of the universe beyond comprehension low wouldn't you know but but garth likes him in low places so you know have a beer on him okay and here is our continuation okay where we left off Tool returned the favor by dosing Al with the most powerful psychedelic he'd ever experienced. So it seems Tool were pretty well connected back in 1992. Yeah. And if we go over to Psalm 69 The legacy of it. Video game composer Frank Kempliki cited Psalm 69 album as a primary influence in creating the soundtrack for the 1995 game Command and Conquer. Etymology. The title of the album is linked to the chapter 69 of the Book of Lies written by Aleister Crawley where he used the expression, the way to succeed and the way to suck eggs, as a pun for the 69th position. Succeed and suck eggs. Moreover, Crawley titled the chapter in Greek, which translates as a shrugged and contains the sound aeglix, but as a second meaning as a compound of Greek, head, an encoded alphabet reference to 69, which both have slang meanings in English for sexual acts. Subsequent to the album's release, Ministry put multiple references to number 69 in future albums. For example, the albums Dark Side of the Spoon and Houses of Mole both have hidden tracks at 69, a reference 
uh, further reference to the number was exhibited on the house of the mole with a hidden track at 23 titled Psalm 23, one third of 69. Psalm 69 was ranked 80 on Rolling Stone's top greatest metal albums of all time, with Susie Exposito concluding that the result of the album was a maniac drag race into a swamp of Hellmouth with thrash Americana, and it worked. The album was also included in the book 101 Albums You Must Hear Before You Die. 1001. <laughs> yeah. So, NWO, New World Order, was nominated for a Grammy for Best Metal Performance at the Grammy Awards, but lost to Nine Inch Nails. Wish. So, two birds of the, of the same feather. And so that's the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast celebrating 29 years of Psalm 69. Motherfuckers. Unpleasant dreams. <laughs> <laughs>